Hello Church, I've been asked to talk about the character of Miriam in the Bible and um, particularly a story where she complains and there's clear consequences to um, her complaining. Um, but I've been thinking a lot recently about a psalm that you probably know really well, Psalm 73. Um, and there's a particular section of this psalm that talks about God's love for us and the way he cares for us and guides us daily and looks after us. And um, this section of the psalm I know really, really well, um, but I was reading it the other day and I probably for the first time, instead of just going straight to those verses, because that's the part that I like, I decided to read the whole psalm to see the context. And the whole psalm, um, or at least the majority of the psalm, is actually um, Asaph, the writer, kind of setting out a long list of complaints um, to God about how he feels that um, it's unjust that other people are living in such a way um, and that their lives are easy. And um, yeah, I, let me read to you the psalm and then I'll tell you a little bit about how it struck me. So Psalm 73, a psalm of Asaph. Truly God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. For I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seem to live such painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong and they don't have troubles like other people. They're not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jeweled necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These fat cats have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff and speak only evil. In their pride, they seek to crush others. They boast against the very heavens and their words strut throughout the earth. And so people are dismayed and confused, drinking in all of their words. What does God know, they ask? Does the Most High even know what's happening? Look at these wicked people, enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long and every morning brings me pain. If I had really spoken this way to others, I would have been a traitor to your people. So I tried to understand why the wicked prosper, but what a difficult task it is. And then I went into your sanctuary, O God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. Truly you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. In an instant they are destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. When you arise, O Lord, you will laugh at their silly ideas, as a person laughs at dreams in the morning. Then I realised my heart was bitter, and I was all torn up inside. I was so foolish and ignorant, I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Those who desert him will perish. You destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. 
I've made the Sovereign Lord my shelter, and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. So I love that in this psalm of 28 verses, 21 of those, um, the writer puts all of his effort and focus into complaining about how, um, how much he thinks that everybody else who's not living in the way of the Lord has such an easy life and um, they're getting rich and all of these things are happening for them. And he complains and complains. And then there's this beautiful moment in, Psalm, uh, sorry, in verse 21 where he realises, he said, then I realised my heart was bitter and I was all torn up inside. And I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Um, and then comes this beautiful poetic bit where he says, yeah, I still belong to you. You still hold my right hand. You're leading me into glorious destiny. You guide me with your counsel. Who do I have in heaven beside you? Um, my heart and flesh may fail, but, this joy, but the Lord is my strength forever. And he remembers the goodness of God and the way that God has lavishly loved, loved him, um, despite all of the complaining that he's done. It's like he has this beautiful moment of realisation, of realising all that he has with God. And, yeah, I think that has really been speaking to me. And I hope that it speaks to you too.